Fantasy managers, good evening and welcome back to the penultimate edition of the FPL Addicts and Esports Live Fantasy Weekly videocast and podcast. If you missed last week's podcast, we just got a quick video about our upcoming Euro Fantasy Leagues. Here's all the information that you'll need. Good work, Elliot. Sorry about that little technical glitch at the start, mate. We were alive before we even knew it. <laughs> it does happen. Um, guys, if you missed last week, um, obviously we, we released our news about the Euro 2020 fancy football uh, leagues that we'll be running with uh, our partner, uh, FPL Addicts. Um, so you can now enter into our competitions. We've got our paid mini league. It's our first ever paid mini league. Uh, so if you want to enter into that, it's 25 uh, Aussie dollars about 13 English pounds. Um, so you can enter that now into our paid mini competition and win a cash prize of $250 for the winner. We will also be having uh, winners on every match day. So there are seven match days during the Euros uh, and you can win $30 if you uh, bring in the biggest haul that week um, for that round. And we can also, we'll be running our free mini league so you can enter for free, play for fun, get the bragging rights and see if you can top that one. The Euros is less than four weeks away. I think we're about 25 days out. So it is getting fast approach us. Uh, so get your teams ready. Enter the competition. If you want to win a bit of money, enter into the paid competition. And um, yeah, have a bit of fun. How are you feeling about that, El? Yeah, mate. Can't wait for the Euros. You know, the season's sort of just winding down a little bit now. And uh, it's ready for European football again that we missed out on last year. So it's uh, it's great that we're going to still get the opportunity to, uh, to see England lift the to lift the Euros this season, definitely. Oh, yeah, that's it. Well, fingers crossed we can do it. Um, you know, Harry Kane will be probably in his new club by then. And then uh, <laughs> the guru will hate that. But the um, if you look on the bottom of the screen, if you're watching the VOD, you can enter into the free uh, mini league there. There's code on there. Then also the link for the website is www.east-sportslive.com.au slash addicts slash Euro 2020. And you can enter that now. Brilliant, Jack. So thank you very much for that introduction for all the followers at home. So how are, how are you yourself doing this week? You know, not a lot of Man United football since we last spoke to you. You know, it was a busy week beforehand, but you've had a little bit of time to, to rest now and just, you know, let the Man United players have a little bit of a break as well. Yeah, but it's good that they've, uh, they've managed to have the rest, but it was, a, it was a tough week in FPL, mate, in the, in the real, in, you know, where we're putting all our energy in. So, yeah, tough week in FBL. It was quite about Bruno and Greenwood firing uh, and Luke Shaw, who's been a big hole in the points for us. But it's, uh, it was good to watch all the other teams and see what was going on there. But it was a yeah, tough week and a low average for everyone, wasn't it? Yeah, it was definitely a very, very weird week without all the Man United assets. The Bruno Fernandes, I think, was the main one for most people that... You know, a lot of people have got them and him in their team. So, you know, for him to not play, it was, was quite a big deal for them. But they will be back this week for uh, game week 37, the second last game week of the season. So I'm sure a lot of people will be getting in the Mason Greenwoods and the Bruno Fernandes if they're not already in their team now. But we'll bring in Ollie now, I think. I think, is he waiting, Jack? Is he waiting to join? No, Ollie's. Uh, I think he's having a few technical issues as well. MIA, he's MIA. Yeah. All right, so we will, we will continue on without him. He was uh, he was on before, and he said, "Don't oh, worry, let's let's bring him in now." Brilliant. There I'm he is. Long, I'm not MIA for long. I'm not MIA for long. <laughs> Ollie, mate, how you doing? Lovely to have you back on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, class. Just technical issues and all that. Trying to load up my computer <laughs> to get working, and no, but we're here, so yeah, we're all good. How are you, how are we all? 
Yeah, really good. Thank you, mate. It was, um, I know Jack spoke about it being a bit of a difficult week and I, I did look at your points beforehand and I'm sure that you sort of felt the same with it being a little bit of a, a different and interesting week for you. I shouldn't have bothered coming on today, mate, because I know I'm just going to face an absolute onslaught. I may as well not been here because I... I've had a shot. Obviously, hope to finish strong last couple of weeks. Yeah, definitely, mate. It's sprint time, not a marathon time. We said all season it's a marathon, not a sprint. It's now the final little sprint. But game week 37 is now over and with it brought an average point of 38, which I'm pretty sure Ollie just about reached to take home his trophy at the end of the season. <laughs> on the dot. <laughs> right on the dot of 38. Squeaky bum time for him. And the highest points this week was 118 points. My three shock of the weeks. At number one, we've got Allison with 10 points, one goal. And he only got two bonus points, lads. And I think that's absolutely ridiculous. And I was, I was speaking to the guru a little bit. Six points for a goal from a goalkeeper is just absolutely not enough in Fantasy Premier League. I think it's got to be 10 to 15 points at an absolute minimum. It's like hitting the jackpot if a goalkeeper scores for your fantasy team. At second, we have Matt will be delighted with this one. We've got Hoiberg from Spurs with one goal, one assist, three bonus points, which gave him 14 points. And to my dismay, Ferran Torres is the shock of the week with three goals, three bonus points and 20 points in total. As you can see on the screen, he helped his team to a 4-3 win over the mighty Steve Bruce, who had 17% possession against Pep Guardiola's Man City. And he was celebrating that one this week, lads. I'm pretty sure that's why he was, you know, having the, the cigars and partying and everything. I don't think it was for the Premier League. I think it's because he beat Bruce. So I'm pretty sure that's <laughs> the important thing to him. So we'll bring on the guru now as he's waiting as well. It's a bit of a, uh, everyone's sort of waiting to get on this week. A little bit of a more disorganised one because, you know, it's a, a quick turnaround for towards the end of the season. But he is here. He always makes an appearance. How are you doing, Matt? Yeah, good. Thanks, Elliot. How's everyone going? Yeah, really yeah, good, mate. You sound like, sound like you're walking, walking in the rain. <laughs> yeah, gloomy day for me. Obviously, the Harry Kane news, but... Look, there's no, uh, there's no official quotes, and uh, yeah, it just seems like Sky Sports speculating wanting him in a Man United shirt. Well, he wants to win, he wants to win trophies, so I don't know why he wants to go there. No, oh, come on, come on, Guru. <laughs> Uh, yeah, a little bit of pathetic <laughs> fallacy there for Matt as he's walking home in the rain after hearing the news of Harry Kane. <laughs> So we'll move on now to a little bit more gloomy as well, but not entirely gloomy. We'll get to your points this week, Ollie. And as we said before, 38 points, you hit the average. So you're still going to take home the trophy if you can score above the average or on the average for the next two game weeks. So no pressure to you, mate. But how did you go this week? Well, mate, as you can see, I didn't take into account my points hit. So I've gone under for the second time this <laughs> season. Um, I well, no, I, time. Mate, I don't, I don't know like what you're saying about I've hit it every week. When Tottenham played Liverpool away, uh, sorry, when Liverpool played Tottenham away at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, whatever game week that was, it was around like late January. I missed it then as well. And if we're being technical, I've also missed it here. So it's only the second time this season. Um, but I'll bring my team. You've obviously got my team there. Um, Jota, obviously the injury was annoying. Um, a lot of my players didn't do anything. Obviously, Harry Kane, he's leaving Spurs, but he's not leaving my team in a hurry. Look at that. Captaincy shout. Nailed it. About the only positive I had this week, I had a couple short because obviously I loaded up on the Manchester United assets, didn't have a game. So that was frustrating. Obviously, another positive out of seeing Burnley get smashed, which we always like to see that. Um, obviously, Leeds got the clean sheet. So they're about my only two positives of the week, mate. 
Yeah, and I love how you've stick, stuck the uh, the vice captain on Ian Acho, even though you were he was guaranteed to not have a game. You just had that much faith in Harry Kane to to get through there for you. Statman's it, it's Statman Dave's man. I can't know. Yeah, he definitely wouldn't have got you many points I, this week, mate. Ianando, is it? Was it Alejandro? <laughs> I think it was Alejandro. That was it. That was it. Alejandro from Statman Dave. He definitely is one of his favourite players. I think this season. A lot of fantasy managers' favourite uh, players for this season towards the back end of the season. And we'll move on to your team now, Jack. 42 points in an average week of 38 isn't too bad of a score. But um, as we can see, a lot of couple of uh, red triangles there for you. So how are you going to sort of, you know, go around that? And how'd you go this week? Yeah, so came out with... Uh... 42 points. I also took a hit um, to make it all happen this week to get 11 on the field, but turned out I only had nine on the pitch with um, Beltman obviously taking the injury and, and Yotta last minute as well. So I had nine on the pitch, took a hit, so I ended up on 38, which was the average. So happy with that in the end, I guess, with it being such a low average. Um, went for a bit of, went for Son for the captaincy, but he, he was terrible for Tottenham, I thought. Um, in that awful, awful. Got to learn adapt to that Harry Kane I guess doesn't he so yeah so yeah, that was that was tough to watch that to be fair I watched the full game going come on son but um yeah Harry Kane getting the goal thank goodness and obviously Salah hitting it worked out around the end uh Dallas I brought in um so that worked well um but yeah so I obviously had to make a couple of transfers uh took the United assets out uh, previous week and then contemplating bringing them back in but I guess we'll do transfers shortly yeah, and out of all the weeks that you had Seamus Coleman in your team, I'm assuming that you thought Sheffield United at home was going to be the week that he kept a clean sheet. Yeah, yeah that was it. So with uh, Evan, he, he did well for me, obviously, during, during the double game week. And then thinking line up that one as an investment, I thought he was guaranteed to hit well. But um, yeah, it didn't go too well, that one. It's just the, the history of, of Everton, I guess. You know, they're always the ones that pull out the, the silly results when they don't need them at most towards yeah, the back end of the season. Oh, man. Yeah, absolutely awful at Goodison Park. And we'll move on to your team now, Matt. And we're talking about, you know, below the averages, just on the averages. And you're someone that's absolutely smashed the average this week, 61 points. So just walk us through your team. Yeah, look, I, to be honest, I didn't expect uh, such a good score this week. I looked at my team and, you know, I was a bit I was a bit worried without having the Everton defenders and, you know, that type of thing. But, um, yeah, look, I've done okay. Um my transfers were pretty poor, though. I, I put Foden in um, and Phillips from Liverpool. Uh, obviously, I've come out with two points and, and Foden's got a blank. So, hoping Foden gets the, uh, the nod against Brighton now. Um, but, yeah, look, Zaha paid off after his poor double game week. Ward-Prowse as well. So, you know, I spoke about them blanking in the double. But, you know, hopefully delivering this week. And they did. You know, spot on with uh, Salah as captain. Obviously, grabbed his goal. Um, and, and Harry Kane, you know, scoring as well. And the Leeds assets getting their clean sheets. So, yeah, pretty happy with the game week. And, you know, now on to the, uh, to the final sprint. Yeah, I think a lot of fantasy managers, me and Ollie, and I know you included, were very happy with how their Leeds assets went. How big of a win was that for them? And for a lot of fantasy teams, you know, 4-0 Burnley away was absolutely massive. Oh, yeah, it was a big win for them. And I think a lot of people would be disappointed, though, with Bamford. Um, you know, he got just under 60 minutes and, you know, I think that was one everyone sort of flagged for him to, to come out and grab a couple. But, um, yeah, in terms of the win for Leeds, oh, yeah, big win, 4-0. They've been brilliant this season. 
And, you know, if any team that can beat Tottenham at their own home ground have got to be a, a decent side as well, I guess we could say. <laughs> hey, we beat them at home. Oh, I mean at their home. Sorry, mate. I meant, I meant away. <laughs> yeah, they, Same thing. they were good share that day. <laughs> can share the points. They are a very good football inside. And them being a very good football inside helped me to 50 points this week, which I was very happy about as well. My transfer in this week was Alioski. You know, sort of actually speaking of the Tottenham Leeds game, I was inspired by him as his assist to Patrick Bamford in that game. I was inspired by him to get him into my team and it's pulled off again. He got an assist for Jack Harrison's goal, who was in my team a little bit ago, but it wasn't for this week. Him and Stuart Dallas got me points. Guaita and Ward, unfortunately, the dynamic duo couldn't fire for the second game in a row. Kavak was injured, so was Yotta. So they're, they're two assets that are just unfortunately going to have to sit and rot on my bench towards the end of the season, I think, because I don't really know what to do there. Lingard, unfortunately, with another blank, he's sort of tapering down towards the end of the season. Maybe he doesn't want to go to the Euros. Maybe he's not interested or whatnot. He just wants to have a, a summer do, do at think, home. Do you think that's him now for the rest of the season? Do you think he's going to um, next two? I think they've got they've got some good fixtures for the last two. They've got West Brom away and Southampton at home. So I think, you know, if there's any time that he's going to start getting the goals and the assists again, I'm gonna, I'm sticking faith with him. I think he's, he's got what it takes. But what do you think? Yeah, I don't think he's worth transferring out. It's just whether he's going to hit or not, right? Um Obviously, he's on. Like, what's his own, what's his ownership? Have you got on there? Um, he is twenty nine point six percent owned. Yeah, twenty nine. So you can't see a lot of people taking him out. I think you'll stick faith in him with the fixtures he's got. But you know, it's um, it's weird if you don't if, if he's not firing all the time. Nick, he obviously he's on such good form. Maybe um, you know, he's more his little uh, you know, little uh, golden child in the team. So <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's weird, isn't it? Because you know. When everyone was getting him in their team, we were used to getting on every week and just going, Lingard, another goal, another assist, yeah. excellent, three bonus points, happy days, move on to next week and you just keep doing it over and over again. But you're slowing down. Yeah. Slowing, well, slowing yeah. down. If he, if he makes a selection for the England squad, hopefully he can, he can bounce back, I guess, um, and, and you know, play a part in that with that form. But it'd be interesting to see if he can fire for the rest of FPL. Do you think yeah. Southgate will take him? Yes. Well, they can do 30 now. Is it 30 you can pick? And then he, pick, then, he, then he puts it down yeah. to 26. So you might, yeah. make the 30, you might make the initial squad and then get caught off, maybe. Maybe. We'll just have to see. Obviously, Gareth Southgate's mind is Gareth Southgate's mind. I'm sure a lot of people would like to uh, indulge themselves into it and knock some sense into him sometimes. But, you know, his at the end of the day, his selection is his selection. Salah with the captaincy yeah. choice, as like Matt, Absolutely spot on this week. Got his goal against West Brom. You know, he's. The t it's funny the times I've had him captain this season. He's uh, he's returned for me most more times than not. I think so. He's sort of been a little bit reliable in that sense for me personally. Son we spoke about earlier didn't really do too much. Bamford we spoke about earlier didn't really do too much. And Harry Kane with the eight points gave me fifty points in total this week. And um. No, we've, we've spoke a lot about Harry Kane already, but I will just fire this one over to Ollie. Where where are we thinking that? Prince Harry's going to move in the summer if if he moves, or do you reckon he's staying put? Um, I think he'll stay put, to be honest. Um, contrary to what a lot of other people are saying, it's one of those where you see all the people talk about it. Um, it won't happen, I don't think. Um, I could see him in a Man United shirt. I was saying earlier on today, which I know puts smile on Jack's face, but I was I was talking about it at school today, and people were saying he's going to the Serie A. Like, he's not going to the Serie A. Yeah. Like, people say people at school say, say AC Milan. Just, just for, 
Juventus. I wonder if he's. I wonder if he's on the screen there. No, he's not. But he's in the league somewhere. There was a couple of lads in the league that were saying that they were going to go to to Italy somewhere. No, I'm. I'm going to say, mate. Honestly, if anywhere, it's probably Man United. Yeah, I think. I, I, I agree. I agree there, I think that's I where. Think go. That's where the guru wants to see him as well. <laughs> no chance. <laughs> You know what? I, I would have, I would have liked, I would have liked to see uh, him go to Barca and, and or Real Madrid if he was going to leave. But you know, I think He's not like Barca because Aguero, surely. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So Madrid, I just, afford him, eh? yeah, I just think they're both a little bit behind now in terms of where they were a few years ago. So yeah, England for me, you know, Man City doesn't really bother me. They, you know, seem to win everything anyway. So yeah, let let him go there if he's going to go. United, it, it would hurt because. You know, they don't win trophies anymore, so I'd be a bit gutted about that. It's very, very rich coming from the guru there as a Spurs fan. <laughs> from a Tottenham fan. But I think, um, I think he, he, for me, Harry Kane going into that team would be would be the missing piece. Um, you know, obviously there's a lot of talks about Sancho going United, but Harry Kane for me, I'd, I'd absolutely love him there. I think he fits the bill, fitting perfect and you know, and get us back on you know winning the Premier League and back winning the major trophies. You know, that's what Harry Kane needs in his life. Berbatov did it. And now it's time for uh, Harry Kane to do it. Van Persie. Van Persie. Yeah. United stealing from North London clubs again. Small, small London clubs, yeah. Going up north yeah. to Manchester. <laughs> yeah, but you're talking, about, you're talking about a United team from over a decade ago now, boys. <laughs> yeah, but, it's not wrong. It's not wrong. Yeah, listen, you're not wrong, boys. Um, you know, we're going into another era now. We're about to go into, we're back into a revolution for United. It's going to happen. Are you? I don't know about that, mate. You, you watch that. You watch that Roy Keane video the other day. I know. I know which way Tottenham are going. That's all I know. <laughs> oh, mate, I know that. I'm not going to retaliate to that one at the moment. We haven't even got. Let, a manager. Go. Just let him go, Guru. Just let him go. Right, what we're doing for transfers? <laughs> what we're doing for transfers? Transfer out. Easy. Transfer out. out. <laughs> I can't go to Greenwood because obviously I've got the three United lads in already: Ooh. in Shaw, Mambasaka, and Bruno. So Greenwood would have been ideal. I could afford him financially as well, which is a pain. I could have got to him, but I don't know who I'm going to go to, but shot her out to someone. I might have a quick look, actually. Um, <laughs> I'll give you that in a minute. What about you, Guru? Yeah, it's a tough one. Look, I've got my eyes on Greenwood, but Jack, question for you. Do you think he'll start? I, I don't know. I, I, think, I think he's probably li- likely to start with a... Uh, Cavani in the big games now, uh, and Greenwood yeah. probably will probably um, start the game. Um, but you know he has rotated a fair bit, Ollie. To be fair, and you kind of you're taking each game as it comes. Um, but uh, yeah, listen, I think Greenwood will will start this game. Yes, if I'm deciding. yeah. Look, if I can get the uh, you know the now that he's going to start the game, then I think Greenwood for Zaha would be a pretty handy switch. Um, yeah, otherwise I'm maybe eyeing up Antonio in or Bamford in for. Uh, Ihi and Nacho, but um, yeah, not too sure at the moment. I think it'll be a uh, you know a deadline decision. Ooh, the Guru's made a couple of them this season, haven't you? A couple of last <laughs> last minute last minute decisions. Remember the wild card towards the earlier start of the season when Ollie played it and you played it as well, and it really really paid off for you. So hopefully those transfers pay off for you. And Jack, what what are you going to be doing? What moves are you going to make? Are you going to roll over? Surely not towards this end of the season. Uh- Absolutely not rolling over, mate. I'm, um, I love, a, I love, I do love a transfer. So it's, um, yeah, Yotta. I've, I've already made it. Like Rafinha is in. 
Um, I brought him in. I've been obviously chatting about him. Um, going to Tottenham. I thought he'd be a good candidate to go to Tottenham or something like that, uh, Rafinha. So um, he's coming from Leeds against Southampton and West Brom away. So the investment for the rest of the season is, is good, I think. Um, and then I've already taken out um, um, Ian Nacho. I've brought in Antonio. Lovely. Nice. like that. I was looking at a lot of the West Ham assets. I was actually looking at Jared Bowen, of all people, because I actually need a midfielder, maybe just for two games worth a punt towards the end of the season. But, you know, maybe the guru's already got him snapped up in his uh, in his guru section today. So we'll just have to wait and see. But we'll quickly just round off the top 10 in the mini league as it comes to a close. In first, steaming ahead, we've got Tom Stones. In second, we've got Brian Curtis. In third, we've got Paganotis. In fourth, Keith Thomas. In fifth, we've got Deza. In sixth, Rash Murray. I've got myself in seventh. In eighth, we've got Ano Machiba. In ninth, Steve Harris. And in tenth, Jimmy Russell. So that rounds up how we went for this week and the team, uh, the teams and the league. So we'll move on now to the, the information part of the podcast, the guru section from Matt Day. And uh, he's, he's got his differentials, his teams to watch and his captain picks. Is he there? <laughs> Thanks, Elliot. Hope you can hear me, boys. I'm uh, just in a lift. You might be able to hear. hear just about to, <laughs> going to down. Let's say go, going down. You made that a lot of the Newcastle fan, Elliot. Bloody hell. Spurs without Harry Kane going down. <laughs> it is, I think. Elliot, thanks, boys. Look, I'll start with... Uh, I'm going to start my differentials and I'm going to go a little bit outside the... Uh, you know, outside the rules this week, I obviously normally go below the 10%. Um, but I'm going to go with a player who's 12% owned. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne, I think, is, is due a start. He's back from injury. He's been training. You know, they got Brighton away. Um, you know, 12% selection for, you know, a world-class footballer. Um, I think you get him in and you captain him. He could be a huge call this week. Um, so really liking Kevin De Bruyne. And then if we're going to look at another side whose fixtures I like for the rest of the season, it's Leeds. Rodrigo, who come on against Burnley, uh, scored two goals with 12 points, 2.2% owned. So really, really liking him this week. Um, I think he'll get the start as well, uh, probably behind Bamford. So if you're a Bamford owner, I think you'll uh, still get minutes from him as well. And another differential for this week, which Elliot is going to absolutely love. And I think Jack's a bit upset about not getting him in the draft. And it's going to be Joe Willock, you know, the, uh, the on-loan player from the, uh, from the Gooners. 1.4% ownership, 4.8 million, and he's returned in his last two games. So really, really liking him. And he's got you know, basement boy Sheffield United at home. So really liking him. And then if you get him for this week, you get him for the uh, Fulham away fixture next week as well. So really, really, really liking that one. And then uh, moving on, we'll go to my last differential for the week. And I'm going to go to West Ham. Obviously, they've got a good fixture Away at West Brom, form's dipped down a little bit lately, um, but it's going to be uh, Jared, Bohan, uh, Jared Bowen, who was mentioned by Elliot at 2.7% ownership. But his form's dipped in the last few weeks, but I think West Brom away and, uh, and Southampton at home is a, uh, is a good fixture for him. Yeah, definitely, mate. It's nice to see that you've got the best English player from North London in your differentials there. But can we, can we complete the double? A Newcastle going to feature in your, your teams to back? We spoke last week about how you usually got the team playing Sheffield United at home in your teams to back. So have you done it this week? Oh, it was tough this week. I'm not going to lie. I, 
Newcastle were on there as the third one, and then I dropped it at the last minute. Uh, and this was for Ollie's sake, because if I didn't put Liverpool in there away at Burnley, uh, I think Ollie wouldn't have been too pleased. Obviously, he's not he's not a, a huge fan of Burnley, and I think Liverpool are going to go in there this week. I think they're going to be on a bit of a buzz, a bit of a high after that Allison goal. So they're definitely one of my teams. And uh, the other two, Jack Jack's team, Man United, have to be in there at home to Fulham. Um, you know, they've had a few days rest. Fulham are bottom of the league. Oh, sorry, bottom three. Uh, so they're definitely going in there. And then Manchester City, 100% going in there against Brighton. I think Brighton have got a few injuries at the back. Uh, Man City have got a pretty fresh team. They, they played their, uh, you know, their kids at Newcastle on, on Friday and still managed to win. So, um, you know, they've definitely got to go in there from my three teams. Yeah, well, if you're not going to have Bruce's mags in there, you might as well have teams that play just about the same level of football, just about on par, I'd say, those three teams. But we'll, we'll move on to your, your captain picks now. And I'm actually going to pay, you know, listen to this with my ears wide open because I'm not too sure who I'm going to go as my captain shout for this week. So take it away, mate. Yeah, captains, I think we've got a couple of obvious ones this week and definitely Bruno Fernandez at home to Fulham. You know, Greenwood, if uh, you know, you're confident he's going to play, goes in there. So... Definitely a couple of Man United boys. Um, you know, then I'm going to put Harry Kane in there. Uh, it's got to be in there. He's still going for that golden boot. You know, he'll want to impress our fans in what's probably going to be his last game in front of them. Hate to say that. Um, and then Salah, definitely going in there as well. Um, and look, I might even put... Uh, I was a curveball in, but I'm going, to, I'm going to pick another curveball. I might even put Joe Willock in as, a, uh, as, a, as my next captain shout this week. Absolutely love that one, mate. Absolutely big fan of that. Um, we'll get onto it a little bit later with the draft, but there's been moves around him in the draft league for this week. So, uh, yeah, he's definitely on a lot of people's radars for this season. And you mentioned your curveball captain. So who is your curveball for this week, mate? You know what? I've saved him to now. He's got a good fixture. And it's going to be the man we spoke about on Twitter earlier today. It's going to be Joel Linton. <laughs> and that, and that is, that, that's not a joke either. I, I love think. it. No, Wilson, he, he scored a pen last week. He just seems to pop up with a goal when, you know, every now and then. I think I think this is a great fixture for him. And, uh, yeah, we had a bit of a joke around it on Twitter, but I'm going to put him as the curveball and I'm going to go for it. Well, mate, maybe it's uh, maybe it's the, the move that I have to make in my, my classic team, get Joel Linton and stick the armband straight <laughs> on him. Because he actually, thinking off the top of my head now, first game back after Project Restart last season, he uh, was Sheffield United at home. And he actually scored, so maybe it's uh, maybe it's his favourite fixture after after Tottenham. Maybe we'll have to uh, <laughs> yeah. all, look, all look at getting him or in for Oxford. this week. Yeah, or Oxford away, mate. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> Got to play what's in front of you, Ollie. Got to play what's in front of you, and you know it won't be too long before Oxford away is in front of you every single season, mate. So, uh, mate, yeah, we'll it, it was a couple of seasons ago in League One. Don't <laughs> worry about that, mate. Yeah, definitely. But thank you very much for that, Matt. That wraps up an awesome Guru section. So we'll move on now to the final section. <laughs> there you are, Jack. We'll move on now to the final section <laughs> of the podcast. It's the, it's, the, it's the draft section. It's everybody's favourite. You know, it's it's always been the best best one in the world. After Coming off a win this week in draft for me has made me uh, have a little bit more interest in it this week. But if we bring the share screen up, we can see that uh, there's a reason Jack's got a straight face. And he's uh, not not smiling from ear to ear too much. And I'm sure if you could see the guru, he'd have, have the biggest grin on his face because the guru has beaten Jack by 16 points. What a win for you, Matt. 
Unbelievable. I cannot believe I managed to pull that one off, especially when Torres got that hat trick. I thought, you know, that's it. I'm, I'm done. You know, I'm not coming back. And um, yeah, Palace have done me a, a Palace, big yeah. favour. A big yeah. favour. And obviously Sheffield United grabbing a couple of goals, stopped Jack's defence. And um, yeah, Salah, I always had faith in Salah. And then the two Spurs boys obviously uh, helped me out massively in defence too. So yeah, absolutely brilliant. Absolutely brilliant to beat the draft guru. He put a lot of pressure on me as well last week. So, you know, I'm happy to uh, I'm happy to take the three points. Yeah, and Jack, how do you feel? You know, it's sort of it's not slipping away from you. There's still yeah. plenty, plenty to play for. <laughs> <laughs> there he is, grinning from ear to ear. But um, no, it's gonna definitely probably the gurus to lose now. You'd like to think three points on you heading into the last two games of the season. But um, you know, what what went wrong for you this week? Forty forty two is not a bad score at all. Is it just luck of the draw this week? Oh mate, Everton assets. All all the other I obviously had the triple up on there and going to that Sheffield United game, you thinking I think I think it might be all right here, but then yeah, they didn't they didn't step up. Obviously Ings and Antonio didn't do much. Grealish came on as a sub, I think, in that one. Um Tori Gamble and Vinchenko. Um, and yeah, listen, I think that was about it. And obviously, it's just the Crystal Palace assets absolutely killing me. Um, all three of them hitting. It's the first time they've turned up all season, really. Apart, apart from Zaha, really on. I think uh, you know Benteke is in a good bit of form, isn't he? Um, I think we mentioned him on the pod last week. Um, and then Eze, um, I had him in as a bit of a uh, you know I brought him in mid-season. I think didn't I? I think I had him in for about five, six yeah. round, five, six match weeks, and he did absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. And he's obviously a top player, but he's, yeah, killed me there. He's absolutely come back to haunt you there. And we'll just take a quick look at what that does to the league. As I mentioned, Matt Claw's three points away from Jack. And, um, yeah, it's definitely going to go right down to the wire. We've spoke about it all season. Definitely going to be, you know, a fi- final day, lift to the trophy, lift to the Papa John's trophy. So we'll just, you know, have to see how it goes. Ollie, I'm sure you've got absolutely no clue about this, but you did beat Papa Pila. You beat your dad by seven points. It was a low scoring affair, 26 points to 19. How nice is it to, to grab a win over your old man? Well, the thing is, he actually checked it this week. <laughs> oh, I, I wow. can't believe I'm saying it. He actually checked it. And he was like, because we were sat together in, in the lounge room and he was just saying, how come our game's nil-nil? And he was checking the chat, not actual FPL. And he was just reading through the chat and he was still managing to banter off Rolando, even though he hasn't checked it in like the last 25 weeks. He was still saying, oh, Rolando's not got a clue. This, <laughs> this start and the other. So um, that was a bit interesting, but yeah, I'll take the win. Still, yeah, so was, still actually, was, while, uh... while I'm here, I'm still a mathematical shot to win the league, so... Oh, second half of the, that's probably, second half probably of the not, on, not, not on goal difference, mate. If tell, you look at that, you've got wrong. almost Mathematic, Mathematically, tell me I'm wrong. Oh, mate. Precarious mathematics from you there. That is absolutely shocking. We'll just have to see. I mean, it would take an absolute miracle for you to lift this trophy now. It's probably a, a two-horse race, I'd be inclined yeah. to say. And I then James do. James Gasden beat David, which is... um. You know, quite a shocking result that lad, isn't it? For James to come away and beat Statman, who's, you know, the highest point scorer in terms of classic points for the league this season, Statman Dave. And James has sort of been, you know, hanging around third to bottom for most of the season. So was was he happy with that one, Matt? Yeah, he was he was buzzing off that. Obviously he's got a massive score and uh, you know, he's out for blood this week. He wants to beat me. Even uh, even before I beat Jack, he's like, sorry, mate, I can't be doing you no favours next week. I know you've got a title race on. And, you know, I said, look, I want it to be a fair game. So, you know, if he beats me, then uh, then he's got to do me a favour in the last week and beat Jack. But, 
know, hopefully I, uh, I get the three points anyway. But um, yeah, no, he's uh, he's buzzing off his recent form. I think he's on a bit of a roll. Yeah, absolutely, as he should be. And then speaking of form, you know, the, the most difficult place to go away in the league this season, Rolando away, and I managed to come away with three points, doubling his score and more. So, um, yeah, I was very thrilled with the three points there to get the uh, the boys back rolling in the league again. But uh, if, we, if we look forward to this week, Jack's probably got what's known as as routine as a win that can be. We'll just start to mount the pressure on now just a little bit to see if he can handle it. He's got Papa Peely in his game. Jack, how confident are you going, going into that? No, don't let him check it. Just, you know, I need these points. If I know he's done a few decent holes, on he, Peely? Um, so we'll have to see where he is. But I've, I've made, I think I've managed to get four of my five transactions in um, and change it around a bit. Obviously, I've, I've dropped... Godfrey in there, and I brought. Uh, I actually brought Delhi Ali. He looked really good in that last game, Ali. So I've got all the Ali in there, um, and he wants to bring in. I got Nathan Aki because I thought he'd probably play in the in the City game, um, and he also Alioski, your favourite Elliot. So I brought yeah. a couple of transfers in, um, and do I think I fancy the game obviously against Peely? I need to keep this pressure on. I need to finish strong and give it a good go. You never know what might happen. Yeah, we can't be letting Matt be the classic and the draft guru for next season. So uh, someone's got to try and claw one of those titles away from him. And Matt, you know, you spoke about it before, you against James. He's uh, he's definitely, he's having a, an eventful finish to his FPL season, James, in both classic and draft. He's got his brother to beat in classic and he's got one of his best mates to beat in draft. So um, are you going to try and spoil this season a little bit early? Yeah, I hope so. He's a bit of a bogey team for me this season in, uh, in draft, which Jack would like to hear. But um yeah, I'm confident. I think my lineup's good this week. So, you know, I'm expecting three points and hopefully that, that wins me the title a week early. I can get the champagne out. Get the champers out. Yeah, definitely. And uh, me and Ollie can celebrate our mid-table finishes, no matter what the result is in this game. But, oh, um, mid-table! Mid-table! <laughs> you're slipping hey, down, mate. You're going to slip. Table back up. Bring that table right back up. If we look at your goal difference... Hey, you just... hey it's third against six, you plonker. Hey, you've been, get out you've, been of lucky, you've been lucky this season, mate. 1,420 points and you got 60 points in total and I've got 1,452 and I've got 54. You've just been lucky every week, mate, with the teams that you've drawn. You've played Rolando every week by the looks of it. Oh, mate. I'm determined to win now. I'm determined to win now. I've got Joe I'll Willock. There's you nothing what. you can do. I've got Joe Willock. You're, you're absolutely stuffed, mate. I don't know what I can say. Good I didn't manage to get Joel Linton. I was too slow for Joel Linton, which I'm devastated about. So maybe I mate, will have to look at getting him in front of you. You well, you may well. I'm bringing out the finger. I'm bringing out the pointing finger. <laughs> You've got Joe Willock, but I've got something up my sleeve that is your kryptonite, and you knew nothing about it. Well, you can't make transactions now, mate. So if I look at your team, that's that's what it's got to be. So if I look at well, your team, it's... Um, of course I can. You can do what I want, mate. Well, you, can literally what I want, can't, mate. you literally physically cannot make transactions after the deadline now, Ollie. So um, I wish you the best of luck with your, your, your planned transactions there, mate. And then to round off the week, we've got Statman Dave against Rolando. And, you know, we're all rooting for you, Dave. We want you to have a good finish to the season. You've been hard done by with the teams that you played on the week. And, you know, you've got some, some absolutely monster scores. So... Uh, Best of luck to you for the game this week. And we'll just take a quick look at the table. Matt Day sitting at the top on 66 points. Jack following just behind on 63 points. Ollie in uh, starting the mid-table positions is on 60 points. 
Dave on 57 points, James just behind him on 56, myself just behind James on 54, and then the basement boys of the league, Peely on 28 and Rolando on 22. And uh, Ollie, I'm sure you like that that little comment about mid-table there, mate. I'll, I'll keep tormenting you about it all week, mate. All week, rent-free, in your head. Mate, right, I'm going to win. I don't even care. I do not well, care. This 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 fixture last time, I remember you beat me. So um, yeah. If, if Matt's bogey teams James, then so be it. But I've got got nothing to lose now, mate. So it's uh, it's it's full swing ahead towards the end of the draft league, and it's going to be a brilliant finish to the season for draft. That wraps up the podcast for today, and another draft section on the podcast as well. Make sure you're uh, liking and sharing and joining all the European Super. European Super League, the Euro Fantasy <laughs> Leagues. <laughs> don't be don't be doing anything with the European Super League. Join the Euro Fantasy Leagues for this season and take care, stay safe, and may all your FPL dreams come true. And tune in next week for the final podcast of the season. <laughs>